All right. We're back. Thank you. They didn't take too long, did it? All right. Okay, the Super Bowl rings. Have you seen them? They're like, okay. Uh, they're big. <laughs> Very mm-hmm. big. Okay, you ready for this? Sure. The winning team gets 150 Super Bowl, Bowl rings. Oh. The winning team. 150 rings. Okay, let's see how many players there are. How many players? But because what they do is they, the rings go for the players, the coaches, and then important members accordingly. Isn't that something? 150 rings. Okay, you ready for it? You know what the total cost of those 150 rings is? What is it? Just take a stab in the dark. Jeez. Um, They're giant rings. Half a million dollars? For, for, for a set, for, a, oh, for, uh, for 150 Super Bowl rings. What do you think that, that would bring you up to? Jeez, maybe like $600,000? Nope. Is it way higher? Let's, oh, yes. Oh. We, you know, this society is totally broken that they pay this kind of money for rings when people are starving, vets need to find a home. Driving me nuts. Mm-hmm. I wish these players would forgive, forgive or forgave whatever. It's just a ring. Take the cost of that ring and then donate it to their local food shelf, you know, their local veterans home. Their, you know, but anyway. Okay, the total for the set of 150 rings is $5 million. Wow. $5 million for stupid rings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Okay, okay. And then the largest Super Bowl ring made was for a player that I don't maybe you might know this one. Okay, mm-hmm. William Perry. He was called the okay. refrigerator. He played for Chicago. Sure. Okay. His ring size, and this I have a hard time getting my hand around too. My husband has really big hands, okay? Mm-hmm. And I think he was like a size fourteen, you know, my husband, fifteen. Sure. Yeah. But anyway, he's a farmer, he uses his hands all the time. Okay, William Perry's the refrigerator ring size was twenty five. Wow. 25. That's that's unbelievable. And that was the Super Bowl 20 that uh, that happened with William Perry. The refrigerator, size 25. But $5 million for a set of 150 Super Bowl rings. So much money. That is ridiculous. When there's people having, you know, people that, and organizations that need so much help, is that I think these, (laughs) these, uh, not just football, baseball, all these high buck players, they really need to get off their high horses and be, and I know some of them do do a lot of good within their community. I do realize that, but it should become a whole, the national football, the American football. They have a pool that's so much, you know, they, they put into and then they distribute according to what, uh, yeah, it's just, it's ridiculous. Just ridiculous. Okay. Never mind. I'm on my high horse. Okay. Who's up? We have Chris, and she's thinking about getting another dog, so I wanted to talk about dog breeds. All right. Hey, Chris. How you doing? Hello. Hi. So what kind of dog do you have? No, real quick. I was listening to you. Couldn't agree more. When you were saying how much was that, I was going millions, millions. I knew it was going to be millions. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I'm over it. it. $5 million (laughs) for 150 rings. It's like, people, what is wrong with this picture? It's like, I don't care. Breathe it out. It out, man. Oh, I know it. I just, yeah, I just want to just, I'm going to record this and I'm going to send it to the National Football League. No, well, anyway. if it makes you feel better. <laughs> <laughs> I would say tune into the Katie Kanan podcast on February 11th and listen to her get on her high horse. <laughs> That's okay. Hey, you got to put it out there. 
out there. There you go. Okay, so I just wanted to get your opinion. I called you over the years. Okay, thank um, you. Probably, uh, actually, over 15 years. Oh, my. Because, yeah, we had a, uh, she was a mixed breed, and she was the runt of the litter, and she was free. Okay. And, you know, some people, whoops, we had a litter of puppies, yep, and we yep. need to give them away. Yep. She, I did her DNA because nobody believed me. Everybody thought she was a Springer, but she was half German short hair pointer. Okay. That was m- mom. Okay. Pure hunting dog. Dad, it turns out, we thought he was just um, like a poodle or some kind of mix. He turned out he was half poodle, half papillon. Okay. Yeah. So she turned out to be all three of those. So yeah. she, we called her a Pappy Pool Pointer. Yeah. <laughs> she's Papillon Poodle. Yeah. And That's funny. That is funny. So, here, so she lives to be almost 14. Oh, my. Which, well, and I don't know. I was the one that called you. She tore her ACL and meniscus when she was 12 and a half. And you're darn right. We had surgery because she was in such good shape. The yeah. vet said, absolutely. And she did get another year and a half, but. It definitely aged her. You know, you oh, can yeah. see she was never the same. No. Nope. You know, she couldn't run ever again. And that, you know, she she wanted to. She was mostly a hunting dog. Yeah. So long story short, it's been almost two years. Finally thinking, yeah, maybe I can handle it. But, you know, here's the hard thing. And I'm sure you can give me a good lecture on this. What? No dog will ever be the same. Right. No dog will be her. She was absolutely amazing and perfect and smart and well-trained and everything else. So when you go to get a new dog, we do know my daughter and I are going to co-own. Okay. We, we know we want non-shedding. Okay. We know we want smaller, like, you know, under 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. We know we want a girl. Mm-hmm. And we're thinking poodle because they're super smart. But then there's also the, um, I don't know, you've had Yorkies and stuff, haven't mm-hmm. you? Yep. Yeah, my Gilligan was Yorkie and Karen Terrier. Yep. So... Give me your opinion. If we're looking, I know you can't guarantee this dog's going to be smart and well paid. <laughs> but with your training experience, you've trained many dogs. You see dogs that pick up, that are focused. Aren't poodles just in general pretty intelligent? They're very intelligent. Very, very, very. And then the thing is, is that they're smart and they're clever. And that's yes. two different things. Yes, but they also is. are stubborn. <laughs> Yes, they are. They can be stubborn. Yep. And so, but yeah, the thing is, is, you know, there's some, you know, there's some that are very strong, but, you know, stubborn and some that are a little bit in there, a little, you know, gets there, you know, type thing. But uh, the the biggest thing is that, yeah, you can find breeds, you know, I, you know, um, you know, my I'm often asked what my breed of choice is, and I love German Shepherds. Okay, I like how they they you know the ears are perked and they just look like hello. What can I do for you? But okay, I, energy working dogs. Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I like is I I give them okay. jobs. But so the thing is, is that I've taken tests, different tests. They weren't the same tests. I've taken different tests, and what I expect out of a dog, it always comes up a standard poodle. Or a poodle of really? sorts. Always. What I expect out of a dog. And so that's why I think it's so funny. And so, the, well, the, I came close. I had two. They were miniatures. You remember my Ethel that was three pounds and, and my Lucy that oh, was eight wow. pounds. But anyway. So the thing is, is that they just kind of, you know, we our paths crossed. And so, uh, you know, I'm all the animals I've ever had have fallen into my path. I have not gone out. I put it in the universe. Like, okay, now I'm dogless and horseless. And I'm put it in the I'm not looking. 
But what it is is that, you know, when God's got a plan and when he realizes, okay, now it's time for her, it's going to, it'll cross her path somehow, okay? That's how we got Lily. That's totally how we got Lily. Yep. It's a fluke, absolute fluke. And I just don't know how that will happen again. Yeah, well, so it is. It's through like you know you can yeah, you can graze uh, the you know like petfinder dot com and you and then like uh, the rescues you know go into like small what is small paws animal rescue for the smaller dogs uh, you know gra- just graze you know go through them if you go to my website the letter K letter T letter K number nine dot com my mm-hmm. I mean not just my classes but I have a, a page is called resources. And it, there's so much information. And so you can go to dog rescues. I other got other re- guinea pig rescues. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, and so, and just click on them and just kind of just go browsing. All right. And just see if one just kind of like, whoa, no, that looks interesting. And then read the bio. And then if you want to, you know, go, um, you know, uh, you know, check them out, meet, such like that. You never talk yourself into a dog. It just happens. Sure. You just, I don't know how it happens, but it just, all my dogs, it just happened. All right. Nice. And Good so, <laughs> yeah. And see, like, like say, people say, well, give me some breeds. Well, technically there's not, you know, cockapoos. A lot of people love cockapoos. A lot yeah. of dogs, you know, love the cabochons, King Charles Spaniel and Bashan mix. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then they have Havishans, <laughs> Havanese, and Bashan. You know, yeah, and then you're getting into your what they call designer dogs. Yeah, exactly. You, don't you get concerned about like some of the breeding with those, and they have health issues? And- uh, believe, believe it or not, see what you're doing with the designer dogs is you're breeding mutts. You're creating yeah. mutts. Yeah, and, ca- and, and that makes a health. But yeah, but that makes for a healthier dog. Because when you really? get just a cavalier, you get just a lab. Okay, why don't you hold on? We got to come back and discuss this further. Yeah. Okay, so hang on. Yeah. Don't. Yep. What was the longest? Who sang the longest national anthem at a Super Bowl? Who sang it? And then um, how long was it? So uh, give a holler if you know the answer without looking at it and Googling it, 651-641-1071, and we'll be right back. Some subscriptions just aren't for you. Honey, when do we subscribe to Potato Lovers Weekly, Cat Lady Today, Mold of the Month Club, the New York Mimes? But when you become a member at the YMCA in February, you can get a personal training subscription that is right for you. Plus, Y members gain access to virtual Y and group fitness classes. Wait, mediocre mustaches monthly? Subscribe to a healthier lifestyle. Join the Y at ymcanorth.org. I'm surprised they're not playing all the bumper music of Taylor Swift, being that it is Super Bowl Sunday. But anyway, Taylor Swift is, I just, uh, neither way, I still love, oh, and Toby Keith, and one of my favorite all-time songs, Red Solo Cup. I love that It's a good one. (laughs) And But Toby Keith, it's just unreal, gone way too early. Okay, uh, longest national anthem sung at the Uber Bowl. Okay, it is by, do you have any idea? What Maybe ta- Aerosmith? Uh, nope. It would be Alicia Keys. Okay. The longest national saying, the longest national anthem. And the time was two minutes and 35 seconds. Two minutes, 35 seconds. Okay, the average that is sung the national anthem is one minute, 50 seconds. Okay. okay one she minute, 50 seconds. Yep. And so now, I'm not sure. I think if I heard right... 
I was going to look it up, and I didn't. Maybe somebody can let me know. Um, uh, I think Reba McIntyre is singing the anthem oh. for Super Bowl, I think. Okay. I'm not sure. I She'll thought I heard that job. someplace. Oh, you bet. Oh, I love Reba. She does not age. Whoever does, if uh, you know she had to have some work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoever is doing it, oh, my. Mm-hmm. I am. Uh, it's unbelievable. She is just phenomenal. And her, I love her on The Voice, one of my favorite shows. I don't watch that much TV, and I love The Voice. And now she's a judge. Last year was her first year, and now she's, you know, this is her second year okay. since Blake Shelton left. Mm-hmm. And I love The Voice. And anyway, and she is done doing such a good job with it. So, Okay, so the longest nat- national anthem, Alicia Keys, two minutes, 35 seconds. Average time is one minute, 50 seconds. Now you know what I know. And somebody used to say that all the time here in the station. Good old Polly. Okay, who? Let's go on back. Yeah, back to Chris. Okay, Chris, are you there? Are you there? I am. There we and go. Or I forget because I know what we're talking about. Okay. I just want to throw this one out there. Okay. This one's super popular and cute and fluffy, but okay. the Shih Tzu mixed with either a Bichon or a Maltese. Yep. What do you think? of that yeah that's fine but see the main thing you know you're looking at a look here and then you know and these breeds all need to be groomed on a regular basis so you're not going to yeah. have the shedding like a normal dog okay yeah, and so like yeah and so the thing is, is uh and if they're uh you know uh uh, you know, if the coat is in shape and stuff like that, you know, I'm feeding a good diet. You don't have to worry about that. Okay. But see the, what I'm looking at, you know, like I said I, earlier, I'm a shepherd person. I love the look of the in shepherd. Okay. But then when I'm trying to find a buddy, it, it's all about who that dog is as far as the personality of the dog. Oh, yeah. I don't want the little scared thing over in the corner and that I'm going to make a friend with and he'll be my best bud, but will hate everybody else on the planet. Okay. Yeah, and know. so, and then I don't want that dog that comes flying at me like, hello, and I'm here. That's going to be the future bully. That's going to be the dog that you're going to have to work pretty hard <laughs> to get. Hello. Uh, this is what I need from you. Okay. I want a dog like, um, uh, if you're picking up a, a uh, any kind of dog, you know, you put them on their back, you know, like in your arm, like a baby. And then now they're going to struggle. Okay. But to just rub their tummy and then turn your head sideways. Don't look directly at them. That's a, 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 when you look directly at a dog, that's, that's a, a defensive mode. Okay. But if you have your side profile to the pup, then they look up. Then what happens is a calming signal to the dog. It means I'm a friend, not a foe. And then just be able to give a little belly scratch. Now they may wriggle a little at first, but then all of a sudden by you talking soft, they just kind of like go limp in your hands. Excellent. Because what that tells you is that they may struggle a little bit, but they're they're willing to give in. Okay, fine. I'm here. Whatever. All right. And then like are they they're happy they're a happy dog. Heads up, tails up, you know, like hi, 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 hi. Okay. And so that's what I want. I don't want a dog that looks like it's lost his best friend, needs a friend, and I don't want the bully. But that's where we have a tendency, oh look the dog picked me and you're gonna be having some training troubles. <laughs> you're gonna be calling me. Okay. When we pick Lily, she mom was there, the German short hair. Mm-hmm. She would go get the ball, bring it to mom, and set it down. Look at mom, like, you know, like, I'm pleasing you here, mom. There you go. It's like, oh my God. Okay, but see what happened is that she went and got the ball, but she didn't like fly over the top of her. No, you know, like, no, hello, this is who I am. Respectful. She was respectful. Yep, and see there it is. Yep. <laughs> Excellent. And see that's what it's all about. Is the feeling you get when you're meeting, you know, the dog. You know, is it aloof? Is it steady? Is it unsteady? You know, it, you know, so that's the whole thing, is is that a look takes you so far. The personality will take you for a lifetime. And so that's it's what you're 
breed that you say, this one is just untrainable. There's nope. No potty well, training this one. Well, hound dogs, your hound family, beagle, basset, mm-hmm. coonhounds, they're tough because the whole world is through the nose. They want to, the you know, yeah. they want to find, find things instead of keep their mind on the potty training. Okay. Gotcha. But yeah. anyway, and so, you know, each dog like Melanois, which is, oh, everybody wants a Melanois now. And those dogs swing from the chandelier. They need a job. They're awesome dogs, but you have to have their energy level to keep no, them not, you. you know, like running, <laughs> running, run is just using their brains, giving them little jobs. Okay. So that they have to think, hold a thought, focus. And so that's why, but there's good and bad in every breed. There's good, uh, smart, and kind of so-so in every breed. <laughs> and so what you're there again, what you're, you're looking for just an all-around, easygoing, that you just get this feeling that, you know, like feathery, like fluffy, like, you know, I think we could be friends. And yeah, so, no, and, I get that. Yeah, I get that. I'm just surprised with you saying German Shepherd. I mean, I know you've got the land and stuff like that. My mother-in-law bought, never trained it, never took it around. It lost its mind because it needed a job. Oh, you got it. Yep, yep. And it was pushing rocks around because it was so oh. it, you know bored. Oh, exactly. So, yep. Yeah, I don't want anything that needs that kind of job. I'm right. Looking for my, I'm looking for a pal. Well, yep. <laughs> and see, and what you're discussing is, you know, they're they're lap dogs is what they are. Believe it or not, the Bashan Frise, <laughs> believe it or not, that was uh, a dog that went on the barges overseas because of their density of their coat. Okay, they got a double coat. They could take the harsh weather. And then also the captains that had them used them, believe it or not, almost as a hot water bottle. They slept with them because they, they, they were so warm because their coat was so dense. And so, and but so that you don't think of this poofy little marshmallow thing running around on barges. No, <laughs> but yep, no that's way. what. Yep, they used to be a barge dog, and so or a ship dog, whatever you want to call it. You know, on the big ships, and so yeah, so it's crazy. So that's what you're looking for, though, is you have a look that you are drawn to. But then what you have to do is, who is this dog? And don't go like, um, and me and Miss Shannon were talking about this too, about like boy relationships. You don't marry somebody that needs to be fixed or you think you can fix. And you don't marry them if, uh, you know, like, okay, this it, it, there's possibilities here. <laughs> okay. No. And when you pick out a dog, you can get a feel. Who is this dog? By just taking the time, like I say, roll it on, on his back and just like baby, you know, and do that roll a ball. See what's interested in the ball, ball is. Um, and then like call him. He doesn't know who you are. You know, clap your hands and say, hey, come here, buddy. And if he's willing to come or is he looking around like, you know, yeah, you're okay. But I, I think I like that they go over there better because the okay there's a one um for puppies one uh thing to do is you roll a ball you're in the in a room by yourself with the pup okay roll a ball if the pup show interest and go he may pick it up he may play with it a little bit okay that's fine and let's say he picks it and bring it back yeah 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 okay now roll it again and as he's going after the ball call you know hey puppy come here puppy now is he willing to leave the ball alone and come back to you that's huge. That's huge. That he's huge. he's people orientated, not you know toy and you know thing. And no matter now, that's different when you got a, a dog that's a compulsive disorder with balls. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. 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 I don't want that. <laughs> but that's what I mean, though. Is that wow, like there? The, the, you know. So that's what we're you're looking for. You got to you know find a look you like, and and don't you don't need a puppy. You can get a secondhand no. dog. No, I don't need a pup. I don't. If I don't have to potty train, if some of the work is done. I'm I'm good. With but every time, myself. and see, that's where, this is where a kind of a falsy happens. Is that they'll say the dog is potty trained, but when he comes to your house, 
He's yeah, not because this is new rules, new territory. You have to start. You have to reiterate potty training at the new house because I've seen many people like, True. well, that dog isn't potty trained and brought him back. Well, because he he have a new territory, you he's got to find out where do I put it or what are the rules here. All right, so that's but at what, least they have the concept. Yes, they're just like blank. Space, yeah, exactly. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Then they're done that every you know hour, then two hours. I mean, like you talk, that's what you have to do to get them to go. The reason I asked about that specific breed is my daughter knows someone who got them, and at a year they're still not potty trained, and they use the excuse. Oh, this breed, this mixture is notoriously hard to potty. No, and what it is is because nobody's taking the time to do it. They're probably using it. they're probably using Absolutely. piddle pads, is what they're doing. Probably you're right. Yeah. So I just was curious your opinion, and I don't want to take all your time because I'm sure you might have other people, but yours is the brain to pick. So. Ah, thank you. I appreciate it. You have a good one and enjoy the game. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I will. Take care. Good luck. Keep me posted. Bye bye. Okay, who has the what teams have the most wins in the Super Bowl and what who what teams have the most losses in the Super Bowl? We'll be back. Oh, we're winding down. We're getting closer to game time. So you know they're just advertising like a game chair. Okay, uh, uh, you know, I don't game. I don't do any of that crap. But anyway, I was at Costco, I don't know, about a month ago. And they, uh, when you walk in, they have these thing, They have these chairs. And I'm like, oh, man, I've never, ever bought myself a new office chair. It's either been a one that I picked up on the side of the road, somebody's throwing away. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's been hand-me-downs. Sure. Okay, so I sat in this chair, and I was just like, my butt is smiling. <laughs> And so it's like, so I went and shopping a little bit and I had to come back and try it again. There was $40 off the chair. It's 170 bucks. So it was 40 bucks that day off. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, so I went and came back. Went and came. Finally, I sat down in that tank chair and he says, you're coming home with me. So it's like some, it was heavy. Mm-hmm. So got in the car, got in the car, got it home, got it put together. And I'm sitting there like, oh, this is so fun. Well, then I look at the box and it says a gaming chair. You know, because usually people are buying office chairs. Okay, yeah. gaming chairs. Okay, obviously when you're sitting and playing games a lot, you want your butt to be happy, right? Definitely. So people out there, I am in love with my chair. How often, because I don't sit back in my chair. I'm usually sitting in the middle or towards the end of it. And my butt is smiling the whole time. <laughs> and so the thing is, is that... I, you guys, you don't need an office chair. A great gaming chair is better than any office chair because, like I say, your butt will smile. <laughs> so that's uh, so that's my announcement for chairs. Yeah, sounds like it was worth it. All right, well, it really was. You know, when I came home with it, you know, I went there for a couple things and came home with a chair. And my husband looks at me like, "Really? I have <laughs> never had a a real office chair, a new one. I got them at garage sales, off the roads." I said, "This is brand new. <laughs> it's so nice. My butt's smiling." Mm-hmm. Okay, the most wins for two teams. You have uh, the 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 most wins were the Steelers. And the Patriots, okay, with six each. Okay, now the 49ers have five wins. Okay, mm-hmm. that's playing today. The San Francisco yeah, yeah. 49ers, so they have five. So if they win today, they'll tie with uh. the most wins as far as six with the Steelers, six with the Patriots, and then the 49ers. Okay, the <laughs> Super Bowl with the most losses mm. is the Broncos and the Patriots. 
Okay. They both, isn't that crazy? Oh, in, yeah, the yeah. Patriots. Yeah, f- yeah, five each. But that tells you how often the Patriots have been in the Super Bowl. Yeah. But anyway, but they, they the, the Broncos and the Patriots are five each. They've lost. Wow. Okay. And then the ones that never, ever even got to the Super Bowl. And this is, we, I was really rooting for the Detroit Lions because they, you know, they beat us. Yeah. And so anyway, so Detroit Lions is one of them that never went. Cleveland Browns never went. Houston Texans never went. And the Jacksonville Jaguars never went to the Super Bowl. So, the Vikings is not on that list. True. Even though we've gone twice and came home with our tail Mm -hmm. between our legs. But at least we got there. There we go. Okay, who's up? Uh, We have Jill, and Jill has an injured dog currently. Oh, no. Okay, hi, Jill. How you doing? I'm good. Good. So what's wrong with the pupper? Yeah, so she, whenever we go to the lake, she likes to eat the dirt. Okay. And, you know, now there's a lot of grass, and um, we just can't keep her from eating the dirt. She does not do it at home, just at the cabin. Okay. So what kind of dog? Uh, she's an Australian Shepherd. And how old? She is three. Three, okay. Okay, um, and then, now the, the soil up at the cabin, is it black dirt? Is it sand? What is it? It's mostly sand. Okay. Um, there's some dirt, but it's very sandy. Okay, and then where, what do you live on? I live on mostly dirt. Okay, okay. What food do you feed? I feed her from. Okay, do you cha- Do you rotate the, the diet? Do you rotate it? We do. We rotate the protein every bag, and she just gets the smallest bag. It probably lasts her maybe two weeks. Okay, nice, nice, nice. Okay, um, I would suggest putting in some Nutrisource in there, too. You know, I'm not a Fromms fan anymore. Uh, Nutrisource, I love Nutrisource. And they got so many to rotate with. But, okay, when a dog eats dirt, dogs have an uncanny ability to find something they're missing in their diet. And so usually if their diet is lacking, then then they start, like, uh, I had one customer that their dog was licking everything rusty. And so I said, well, take him, have a blood profile done. 10 to 1, he's lacking in minerals. And guess what he was lacking in? Iron. And so when your dog is eating that, then what we have to look at is that he's trying to find something he's missing. So I would, uh, like I say, add Nutrisource to your diet. Do a grain-free and a non-grain-free. I would add a digestive enzyme. A digestive enzyme. Okay. Okay. And uh, there's a good one at animalessentials.com and also at vitalplanet.com. Okay. Okay. Do you take a di- do you take a digestive enzyme? Personally, yes. Okay, you can share it with your dog if you want. Okay. And when they right. when when you use humans, it whatever it says to give a human, cut it in half for a dog, and unless you got a toy, you know, a small dog under twenty pounds, twenty five pounds, then you go a, a okay. quarter. Okay. So you can try using your own if you want. That's a problem if you want to. But anyway, I would okay. do that, and then um uh. I would add like a little bit of raw here and there, cook for them here and there. We got to try to build the digestive system to be better. All right. There must be something in that sand that he can figure out. You know what I mean? Like I say, I don't understand it, but dogs just can do it. All right. Find what they're missing in their gut. And so that's why at home, your soil must not have what he is seeking out up at the cabin. 
Okay. And then also with the Aussie, how much do you, uh, do you, uh, does he, are you, have you taught tricks? Have you kept him, you know, he's a working dog. Are you mentally using him? Not physically, but oh, yeah. mentally. Yes. Okay. He does puzzles every day. Um, we learn new tricks almost every day, if not every other. Okay. Um, she's very smart, and I need to keep her very busy. Okay. Mentally. Right. And see, so you don't know the puzzles that you can buy that you pay a billion dollars for. I tell everybody, yep. don't even waste your money because a smart dog will figure it out in two to three days and then it's redundant. It's not learning. It's just going through the process. And so that's yep. why you got to teach, teach. So that's at that one book. It's called Brain Teasers for Dogs by Soderman. Okay. okay, that there, there's different. Some of them have, it's all nose work. So they got to use their nose. And then some just have one stage. But then some of them have two things uh, in order to accomplish this. They got to learn two separate things to have it all come together. And some had three stages. So that book alone will really keep your dog mentally working. All right. Name the dog's toys. You know, I mean, put the dog to work. Whereas, you know, I'm lazy. As far as, you know, I don't want to bend over and pick up something. So all my dogs, I never played fetch with my dogs. I would lob something and tell them to go go get it. Okay, pick it up, pick it up. Okay, bring it here. Okay, once they understood get it, pick it up here. Okay, then I would just purposely drop something and say pick it up. And they'd pick it up and then give it to me. Okay, and then like if I, you know, I, I, so I would go through the house and just kind of knock something, you know, put that sock here and and, and, uh, and then I did, and then they'd be walking with me, you know, after I go get them and then I'll just point and say, pick it up here. Thank you. Very nice. So they, everything that I put down, now I had them pick up and bring to me. Now they did something for me. Um, I could point to toys and say, pick it up and I have them bring it over to the toy box. Okay, put it in. So they can pick up their toys and go put their toys away. You know, it's okay. a, it's, you know, it's a, a session of different words and meanings they have to learn. And then you tie them all together. Okay. okay. Now, like, okay. let's say you throw all your dog's toys out there and you say, and you named them all. Go get Pinky Dog. They go get Pinky Dog. Okay, let's go put her away. Okay, over here. And so now he puts them in, in, in like, let's go get Dolly. Okay, there's Dolly. Oh, yay, bring Dolly here. Okay, let's put Dolly away. You know what I mean? So there's so many things you can do and teach. And what it is is basically new and exciting for the dog. Instead of looking at those dumb plastic puzzles that they get in about three days and they're boring as all get out. Because, like I said, they're just going through the motion. And they're not learning anything. The, a dog's mind is working when he's learning new things that's what it that's when you're working your dog okay okay yep okay and thank you so much you bet take care bye-bye bye all right there we go yeah people just don't get it those i'm sorry guys you're wasting your money on those stupid plastic puzzles once the dog learns it, they're just going through the motion. It's like, yeah, do you got something else? So that's why you've got to be innovative, especially when you got, now she has a, 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 a smart dog, an Aussie. Okay. They need something to do. They're bred for, okay, what's next? What's next? Where to now? Okay. And so, and people are just amazed, like when they take an hour private lesson with me, is that, that I tell them, this is going to be the calmest you've ever seen your dog this afternoon and this evening. And uh, some of them I'll call and I'll say, so how was it? I've never seen him so tired. And we didn't work, put miles on the pause. We put miles on the brain, making them think, focus, hold a thought, follow through. And that's what it's all about, folks. You know, a lot of times people go, um, they, and they get it after a while. All of us dog trainers are not dog trainers technically. 
okay? We can get a dog to do most anything. It's the thing is, is what we are, we're people trainers. We have to train you to get the best out of the dog. And so that's why when you're open and receptive to learning, then you can teach the dogs. And it's not rocket science. And usually the dog is the energy that's in your home. You know, if you have a very high stress energy, energized room or a house, you're going to have either stress your cat out or stretch your dog out when they can't deal with that stress. They want to just shut down and kind of go hide. Okay. Then there's dogs that in a stressful house, they raise it. They, they, okay. Now what? Now what? Okay. And, and then they're, they're getting into this. They're getting into that. They're jumping. Okay. They're feeding off that energy that's nuts in the house. Okay, so you've got to look at what kind of energy do you have for your home? What kind of energy do you have? And so you've got to be what you want the dog to be. Uh, the big mistake that a lot of people do when they get frustrated with their dog or even their cat or even their husband, <laughs> they have a tendency to scream. They figure if they say it louder, it's going to get it better. And it doesn't. The dog can hear 300 times better than you, Tim. And they just go, oh, make it stop. So what you need to do when you're frustrated with your dogs or kids or husband <laughs> is what you do, stop, breathe, okay, slow down and go, that will be enough. Wrong. You'll be really surprised how the, how the energy all of a sudden isn't like a, you know, stirring a pot and just getting out of town, out of hand. And so that's, but unfortunately people, when they get frustrated with their dogs, cats, whatever, they have a tendency to get loud and obnoxious and that makes it even worse. So you got to go, you got to get hold of yourself, get a grip, <laughs> breathe and calm down. All right. Okay. Let's see. Hosting the Super Bowl. Who has hosted it the most? We'll be back. Welcome back. Winding her down. Here we go. Okay, who has hosted the most Super Bowl? What city? Do you have any idea? What city? Um, Maybe Tampa. Close. Yep, Miami. Yep. Okay. You got it. 11. Okay, hosting Super Bowls the most is Miami at 11 and New Orleans at 10. Mm-hmm. Okay, and guess what? New Orleans is hosting Super Bowl 2024 next year. Oh, so I then they'll that. be tied with Miami. They'll have 11. Okay, you know the um, uh, the Lombardi. They, the, the, I don't know if you know this, but uh, the the winner of the Super Bowl gets the Lombardi Trophy. All right. Okay. Do you know? Have any idea who makes that trophy? Jeez, no, I, I don't know. Believe it or not, it's Tiffany's. Oh, and company makes the Lombardi funny. Trophy. Okay, and it started in 1966. Okay, it's 22 inches tall. It's made out of solid sterling silver. How much do you think it weighs? Mm, maybe like 30 pounds? Cut. Nope. I would thought it would be more. Because mm-hmm. 22 inches tall, okay? But anyway, it weighs only 7 pounds. Oh. But it's a, it's a solid ser- sterling silver. 22 inches tall. And uh, Tiffany's makes that. Isn't that unreal? Yeah, that's interesting. I would have never guessed. Okay, uh, now on the news, you've been seeing a lot of, because it's been so warm, ticks love warm days, cool nights, okay? So people are starting to see ticks, and everybody's going to start hitting the chemicals. Okay, remember, people, let's do things naturally. Remember, if you don't want to put any chemical, if you don't, if you will put the same chemicals on you that you do your dog, then go for it, okay? But I'm not putting any chemicals on myself, and I'm 
not put nanny on my my dog. Okay, so if you go to my, you can go to mytalk1071.com. You can catch all my podcasts and such like that. And then if you need Super Bowl trivia for today, put on. Is today's gonna, uh, podcast going to be posted? Are you going to post yep. that? Okay. Yes. Okay, and so then you can get Super Bowl trivia from that. Or you, I know you can look it up on your phone and blah, blah, blah. But anyway. But also go to my uh, my my website. Is there the letter K, letter T, letter K, number 9.com. And look I, under resources. Okay, I have natural flea and tick control, right? Otherwise, you can go to Dogs Naturally Magazine for natural flea and tick. Please do things, you know, diatomaceous earth, uh, zip tied into a baby sock, tap their chest, the back of their neck and shoulders, where their butt and the tail come together and one on the chest. Because the diatomaceous earth, if a flea or tick walks through it, it will scrape their shell and they'll die naturally, okay? And so there's so many things. You can get the AmberTickCollar.com, AmberTickCollar.com, named from the Balt- Baltic Atlantic Pine Tree. It's an immune system booster. You can wear it, too. It's not a collar, per se. It's more of a necklace. And you don't want them to look shiny. They need to look like they need to be polished. Then you know they're working, okay? And they wear it all the time. So there's so many ways to do that. But, but like I said, with all the things that are on, everybody's hitting the flea tick, you know, meter, whereas you got to throw those chemicals on. So, you know, please, you know, you're, uh, you don't want, you know, we want our dogs around as long as possible. And that comes by you doing things different, feeding better products like Nutrisource, uh, doing less chemicals, less vaccinations. There's so many things that you can do and learn. And you will, you know, we want to, like I said, we got we got to get these guys. We're our dogs with all our newfangled whatever you know diets and such like that and all the crap. They're not living as long. We're actually kind of cutting them down. They're dying more of cancer is what they're doing. And same with kind of the humans. And it has to do with all the chemicals that we eat and are around and such like that. So we got to stop. And you know now with uh, please uh, think about doing an organic lawn. Uh, there's organic lawns by Lunseth uh, dot. Co- I think it is. Uh, you can uh, talk to like the spikes feed and uh, spikes and holes feed, and 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 talk to the lawn guy. How can I do things naturally? Talk to Steve at the Hugo Feed Mill. How can I do things naturally? There's uh, like corn glute meal will keep seeds from reseeding, like for dandelions and stuff like that. Uh, then there's gypsum that will fertilize your lawn and then uh, take care of some of the brown spots in your lawn from the dogs. So there's so many things to do, but you got to educate yourself. And so the, your, your pets are better off for it. Because when you throw those chemicals on the lawn, uh, there's a stat- study that if you use lawn chemicals in you know, the chemical happy people, 70% chance of your dog getting some kind of lymphoma. 70% chance. Are those chemicals worth it? I'd take weeds any day for more days with my... And I know some people live in, uh, what do they call it? You know, where they have a lawn care system that comes in, uh, like a housing development where they're, you have to pay association fees and such like that. Well, then create, get all the neighbors together and create a petition and say, you know what? No more chemicals. We want to do it naturally. So how can we work together and do it naturally? You got to come together for change, okay? Change just doesn't happen overnight. And so, but by, by you being more mindful of the earth and such, and like, I'm just amazed at people now that have ditched the salt, you know, for chicken grit or traction grit, whereas it's, 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 there's no chemicals in the spring. You get to, when it dries up, yeah, yeah, sweep it up, put it in a five gallon pail and use it for the next year. <laughs> and so that's why there's so many things that we can do to stop 
the stupid chemicals. I only wish they would throw chicken grit on, maybe not on the road for the fact that there wouldn't be enough for my sidewalk. <laughs> They'll use it all. But we got to stop using these chemicals. Last year, I can't even remember, we hardly saw any frogs or toads. And, and it's same with hearing them at night. You didn't hear them like you, we have in years past. And it's getting to be less and less. And that that's a sign to tell us, hey, we better sit up and take notice. So like I say, and then, and by, remember earlier we were talking about, be sure that whatever clothes you put on the dog <laughs> doesn't make sounds. Also, I found by with my animals is that they, I didn't dress them up to go out to go potty. Most of them did not want to go potty in their clothes. But if it was cold, they ran out there, got it done and got right back in because it was cold out there. So like I say, some dogs don't want to go potty in clothes. And then remember last week we had uh, animal folks, Minnesota or MN.org on. on. And I want to remind you to go to their site, animal folks, MN.org. And there's a link on my talk 1071 that you can go to on my, on my show page. And remember they need us to help legislature do some great stuff. There's two bills that are coming up that you need to read about and please hopefully you vote and get going with your legislature so that you can do something about it. We need to help. Remember, we got to come together and help together. So go to animalfolksmn.org and find out about those two bills that are coming up. And then you also get the link on mytalk1071.com. And I'm really sorry, why don't you tell, is that Nicole? Yeah, tell her, give her a head, give me a call up uh, up at Katie's K9 and I'll help. She has a question about bladder stones and mm-hmm. just don't have time. So sorry, Nicole. Uh, call me up at Katie's K9. And then in the last minute, a couple things before Super Bowl Sunday 19.4 million pounds of chips will be brought. 11.2 million are potato chips. 8.2 million pounds is t- tortilla chips. Okay. And then almost every household buys about 6,000 calories worth of snacks for the Super Bowl. 1.3 billion chicken wings are consumed. i like to know where all those chickens come from. <laughs> That's a lot of chickens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, 1.139.4 million pounds of avocado are, is purchased. 3.8 million pounds of popcorn is made. Okay, and they, they eat 3 million pounds of nuts. Okay, you drink three, 325.5 million gallons of beer. They, and they, it comes, it, which comes to 50 million cases of beer that can fill an Olympic-sized pool 2,000 times. Soda, you're doing 2.37 million is spent on soda. And then 12.5 million pounds of bacon is eaten, eaten and 10 million pounds of ribs. It's, guys, we're going to be fat by the end of the day. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Lexi. Thank you all for listening and greatly appreciate it. You can go to mytalk1071.com, listen to all my podcasts, or give me a holler up at Katie's Canines. Make it a good one and go either 49ers or whatever. Have a good one.